This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Today is Monday, June 2nd, 2008, and you're listening to number 87, the Taylor Merrick Podcast, sponsored by GoDaddy. Today you'll learn economic stimulus checks, leads a pack, and New Media Expo 2008. Welcome to the Taylor Merrick Podcast, the three-in-one podcast on finances, business, and technology. Podcasting to you from the studios of TaylorMerrick.com, located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Here's your host, Taylor Merrick. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Taylor Merrick Podcast. If you're a new listener, welcome to the show. I hope you're learning something, and if you need to contact me, you know exactly how to do that. I have three methods, so don't feel shy to comment. You can call me. Toll free, 1-866-TMP-2860. You can email me, taylor at taylormerrick.com, or you can go out to the website or the forums and post a comment there. Start a discussion. Now, for those of you who don't have an iPod, who don't have a computer, but maybe you do, you just don't have access to it, dial this number if you have your phone handy, one 831 Four eight zero three nine seven nine. Latest episode in the Taylor Merrick podcast will be played to you live, right over the phone. Now, I'm excited. You might say, "Why am I excited?" Number one, I just revamped one of my businesses. I got that all set up, and I got that off the ground today. Just got that running. I'm excited. But I'm even more so excited because, and you'll actually be the first one to hear this announcement, for the first time in roughly two years, I'm finally attending the New Media Expo. Now, it used to be called a Podcast Portable Media Expo, a PME Expo. It used to be called that... When I first started podcasting, it came out, and, well, I was too early... I wanted to go to first year, but I was only about a month into it, so I didn't know much of anything. It wouldn't have been a help to me at that moment in time. The next year, which was basically last year, 2007, I thought, well, this would be perfect. I'll be able to go to the expo. Well, that didn't happen. Just time came and went. And now here we are, getting on a verge of, well, actually a couple months from now, 
Expo will be happening, and it's changed its name, I think a couple times at least. I will be attending the New Media Expo. Now, if you're attending the Expo, specifically you as a podcaster, you know, if you're hearing that noise in the background now, one of these days, these planes will learn to stop flying over my house when I'm recording the show. <laughs> but anyways... How would you like to split the cost? I'm willing to share a room with you for your hotel, share the expenses for getting that room, getting that all set up. I'm actually in discussions with, I guess if you want to say the Podcast Brothers right now, possibly making a new podcast intro for them, as well as a couple other things. But I am excited. I got the business cards all printed, all ready to go. Uh, and I just have to figure out how I'm going to log my computer there. Well, I'm probably going to have to get a portable recorder and record that way. But I am excited. I can't wait to meet all you guys, especially role models for the podcasters. Dave Jackson, if you're going to be there. Lisa Barnes, Michael Gohagen, Paul Culligan, barely everybody. I can't wait to meet all of you. I'm so excited. But also... And this also happened last week for me too, in between recording episodes, is I was finally able to get my hands on the book Podcasting for Profit by Lisa Barnes, book that I've been wanting to get my hands for the past almost a year now, but haven't been able to, and I finally got it in my hands. And I'm in the works for a contest right now, a listener contest. I don't have all the details out yet, so you're one of the first ones to hear it, but... As soon as I get that in concrete, I'll let you know. In the meantime, the award for the listener contest, you will be mailed a complimentary copy of Podcasting for Profit by Lisa Barnes. How about that? And I'll, I'll ship it to you. I'll leave the cost. But I'll let you know. I'll keep you posted on that. And we'll see what goes from there. And I'm sure you guys are ready to dig into the content as well as I am. So why don't we go ahead and get that started? You're listening to episode number 87 in the Taylor Merrick podcast sponsored by GoDaddy. Today for finances, you learn about economic stimulus checks. For business, lead the pack. And for technology, New Media Expo 2008. Now when you think of purchasing your domain name or getting web hosting, what do you usually think of? Probably think of GoDaddy. And for good reason, GoDaddy is considered the Google of web hosting and domain names. All of these great benefits that GoDaddy has to offer. They now offer blog support, podcasting support, domain names. You should see the amount of domain names they have. .me, .mob, .tv, .com, .org, .us. Everything, anything you can imagine. And you want to know what? I have a special deal for you. When you go out to purchase your domain name, I have some codes for you to use. When you're getting your web hosting order, use the code POD11 when you check out. That's P-O-D-1-1. Now, if you're just getting a domain name or a miscellaneous item, anything that doesn't fall under web hosting, go ahead and enter the code BLUE11, B-L-U-1-1, when you check out. You'll save 10% on your order and be spoiled by the number one domain name registrar in the world, GoDaddy. 
Okay, for finances today, it is the economic stimulus check. And this is an article I found at Kiplinger.com. Link to it will be in the show notes. But for those of you who have been having questions regarding your economic stimulus, tax rebate, checks, I know this for a fact because as a place that I work, I get bombarded with these questions almost on a daily basis. So, if you're confused about when or whether you get your money and how much, here's everything you need to know. And this is articles by Kevin McCormley. He's the editorial director at Kiplinger.com. And I'll have the link to it in the show notes, TaylorMerrick.com. But tell 200 million taxpayers that they'll be getting a share of $130 billion in tax rebates, and you're sure to bring smiles to a lot of faces, and you'll also prompt many quizzical looks and an avalanche of questions. Kiplinger, as well, has received questions and comments. Your answers to your most frequently asked questions. Let's see, were you shorted on a rebate? For example, if you're married, filing jointly, my husband received a $600 rebate check. I thought we would each receive 600 or 1200 jointly. Where's the other half? Well, good question. Most married couples filing jointly qualify for a $1,200 rebate. Your payment may be less than a maximum for one of several reasons. If your tax liability for the year was less than 1200 for example, you wouldn't qualify for the maximum. If your adjusted gross income was more than 150000 the size of your rebate would have been squeezed. It can also be reduced to cover back taxes, child support, or student loan obligations. Of course, it could be a mistake as well. Within a couple weeks of getting your check, you should receive a notice from the IRS explaining how the amount was figured. Uh, another question, I'm a single mother. I was told the adult of the head of households gets 600 and my daughter would get 300 but my letter says I get 300 and my dependent gets 300 What's going on? Well, the letter that you got should have explained why you got less than a full $600 rebate for single taxpayers. Was your tax liability for 2007 less than 600 Some low-income workers who don't have a big enough tax bill to qualify for the $600 rebate could qualify for a $300 one. Now, why no extra $300 for the 18-year-olds? Why was 17 a cutoff? Well, basically, Congress offered the extra 300 per child for any dependent child who qualifies for the tax credit, and the cutoff for that credit age is age 17. Now, if there's back taxes or back child support old, where does the rebate go? Well, the IRS can intercept rebate to cover back taxes, back child support, or unpaid student loans. Question is, which debt gets claim first claim on the dole? Well, no surprise here. IRS will use the money to cover the tax debt first. Only money is left over will it go toward child support. If you owe for state taxes, well, if the state has reported the debt to the IRS, then yes, it'll be diverted over there to pay that. The rebate information is based on your 2007 return. Now, if things change, say you have a new baby this year, you really deserve a bigger credit than the rebate you'll get this year, and you'll get that added amount when you file next spring. What happens if things change and you deserve a smaller credit? Say a child er turns age 17 in 2008? Don't worry, you won't have to pay back the excess. Mailing schedule. From where I come from, the checks, well, if it, you had it directly deposited in your account, it should already be in your account if you got a letter from the IRS stating that it'll be directly deposited. If not, 
call them, to contact them, find out what happened. But otherwise, it is based on the last two digits of your social security number. And those will be mailed out throughout the span starting about mid-May to July, roughly. You filed after April 15th, and the payment date for your social security number has passed. How long will it take? Well, don't look for it until at least six weeks after you filed re your return. Now, for social security recipients who have their checks deposited via direct deposit, how do they receive that? Well, if your social security benefits are deposited and has no bearing on payment of the tax rebate, if you completed the direct deposit information on your 07 return, regardless of whether you had a refund coming, your rebate will be direct deposited to the account listed on your tax return. If not, it will be mailed to you. And I know this for a fact because I've had the people who have Social Security come in and I've had them come in to check if it's been directly deposited as well as some of them have received the check itself in the mail. So, and there's more questions. Kiplinger had a whole bunch of questions asked to them, so they're answering them. The rest of them will be in the show notes, a link to it, to the article. You can go ahead and look into there. Supposedly, this was supposed to stimulate the economy. Firstly, when I heard about this, and this will be my brief comment time, my brief soapbox time, I'll just state it outright. I was not thrilled that they decided to stimulate the economy in this way. Because, A, most of the people when they get it, they're going to save it. And that has been the answer, and that has been what happened when we were actually supposed to go out and spend it, but they're saying, hey, extra money, okay, I'm going to put it aside for savings. Also, looking at it from an economic standpoint, you're pumping more supply in, you're pumping up the economy more, you're, well, even if they're not using it and putting it away in savings, pumping up the economy more, and if you look at the supply and demand factoring of how that works, and inflation, that's already screwing around with it even more. And yes, I'll repeat it again. I'm very unhappy when the Fed decided to take uh, the dollar off of the gold standard because that basically meant they could print money. And I've already had explained to me a whole bunch, but... Yeah, I'm very disappointed in that sense that they took it off the gold standard. And I don't really see how this economic stimulus... I mean, even though, hey, free money, it could... Not it could. It will bite the economy back in the butt because you're overinflating the economy. And economics-wise, trying to control it, and it'll all go downhill from there, basically, about it. And I could say in a nutshell. Now, if you have anything you'd like to say, if you'd like to comment... Call toll-free 1-866-TMP-2860. That's it for finances. We'll be right back with business. Blueberry. This podcast is a member of the Blueberry Network. Blueberry. No ease. That's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y, dot com. Blueberry dot com. Okay, as for business today is Lead the Pack. This is an exciting article I got off of entrepreneur.com. Link to this will be in the show notes. But it is by Kim T. Gordon. And it's titled, No More Me Too Marketing. And this will go back into marketing yourself, marketing your business. 
Before you can beat your competitors, customers have to be able to tell you apart. Here are three steps to becoming the leader of that pack. Now, are you guilty of the Me Too marketing so you're not alone? It seems that a majority of competitors have virtually interchangeable messages and offers. Now, if you take away the names and logo, logo, it's hard to tell the companies apart. And that'll spell big trouble for sales if your company is buried in that pack. Now, when comparing similar products and services, potential customers look for companies that offer a difference they value. They want to know why what you do or offer makes your company the best suited for their needs. Now leave this Me Too marketing behind by creating a campaign that effectively differentiates your business from its competitors. Do that from the outright. Now a point of differentiation helps you stand above the competition and shout out to your prospects. Here's why this is for you. Here are those three steps. One, scope out the competition. Now before you can effectively differentiate your business, you have to understand your competitors' marketing messages as well as you do your own. Conduct an analysis by gathering marketing materials, ads, main pages of their website, sales brochures. Identify their marketing messages and special offers. Now, once you know how they attempt to differentiate themselves, evaluate your similarities and differences. Now, if there's an overlap between what you promise and what you see offered by your competitors, you may need to retool more than marketing. Now, sometimes an overhaul of the way a product is offered or the addition of new services is essential to make a formerly or hum company stand out. Number two, take the customer's point of view. Put yourself in their customer's shoes after you've gathered the marketing material from your competitors. Now, if you're going to make a choice between products and service, which would you go for? Why? Often a primary deciding factor is value. That's a little bit extra that one purchase yields over another. Value is relatively subjective and it can be tangible or intangible. For example, customer service can add intangible value by giving customers peace of mind that post-purchase problems will be handled better than if they were to buy from anyone else. Now, to find the right point of differentiation, learn what you can provide that your target audience will value the most. Now, this may take research with members of your target audience, telephone survey, roundtable discussions, as well as if you're helping current customers. Just asking them some basic questions, saying, I'm trying to figure out why you chose my company over others. What did you like? What did you not like? Other company, my company things of that nature. Finally, number three, introduce your new message. To be effective, your new core message with a unique point of differentiation, key point right there, must be communicated throughout your marketing campaign and sales support materials. Now, you don't want to roll out the wrong message. So, do a short-term test. Such Try a group of magazines or a website, just for a short time. Now, if you're confident your target audience is responding effectively to your message, expand it into all your media. If it represents a radical departure for your business, kick off your new advertising and sales support messaging with a PR campaign. You get lots of publicity from that. Add into interviews, the coverage you get to your website. Be sure to communicate your new message to current customers in a way that is reassuring and helps you upsell or resell this important group. Depending on your budget and the media you use to communicate with your prospects and current customers or clients, allow six months or more for your new message to penetrate and for your company to pull away from the pack.
Now, if you have any questions, feel free to comment. We have the three options available. You can call, you can email, or you can head out to the website, start a discussion there. I'd like to thank Kim T. Gordon for this great article. Something you'd be able to sit down and you'd be able to find out, as well as if you're just starting your company, get this knocked out of the way first, not have to worry about once you start establishing yourself and you find your messages overlapping and you don't have anything to differentiate them yourself from them. Get that out of the way first and I bet you you'll be leading the back as soon as you start out. So that'll be linked to this will be in the show notes as always. That is it for business. We'll be right back with technology. This podcast is proudly listed at podcastpickle.com. You are listening to yet another one of the fine members of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more of the member shows over at techpodcasts.com. As for technology, it is the New Media Expo 2008. It's basically kicking off, and let me see if I can pull up the website here, because I've been on this website all night long. But I am excited. This is the fourth year of this particular expo, although it has changed names several times over, and I don't really mind. It's all part of a new industry settling down on that new media, portable media, podcast new media, things of that nature. When I think the nail hit the nail on the head with calling it the New Media Expo, encompassing video, blogging, and podcasting all in one. So I'm excited there. And I'm excited because I'm finally able to be heading over there. Now this will be held at the Las Vegas Convention Center in Las Vegas, Nevada, August 14th through the 16th. So yes, coming up very quickly here. And I'm excited because, well, if you're going to register, start registering, okay? The exhibit hall and keynotes only registration, if you sign up now, it is free. Now, after August 13th, it will be $25. That allows you access to keynote sessions, exhibit hall access for three days, presentation theater sessions in exhibit hall, and a networking receptions and other after-hour events. Now, what I would recommend is for you to get the full conference registration. Now, there was an early bird that has passed. That was $299. Right now, it is $349. Get it now, because after June 30th, it will increase to $399. With the full conference registration, you'll be able to get any session in any track, be able to choose 50 educational sessions and classes. You'll have audio podcasts of all these sessions after the expo, Gotta love time-shifted media. You'll get all the keynote sessions, exhibit hall access for three days, the presentation theater sessions in the exhibit hall, networking receptions, and other after-hour events. Now, if you are looking at doing this at going there, please do it in advance and book your rooms in advance. The hotels there are booking up fast because everybody and anybody is going to be there. I see a lot of sponsors. Their sponsors are Ambrosia, Sony, Podcast Tune-Up, 
I see Mashable, I see the Mac Observer, Blogger and Podcaster, Video Maker, Magazine, iProng, a whole lot of participating companies. A lot of them and I know a lot of new ones. Why to see the new people in there? Blue Sky Factory, Blog Talk Rio. I mean, really, if you're not able to attend a full conference, let's go for the networking. I'm sure you're going to just be bombarded by that. How it would be working is, even though there is free exhibit hall learning cedar sessions, if you're to take these tracks, there's about five tracks. First one being audio and video creation one-to-one. Another track is attracting and growing your audience. Third track, business of new media. Four, audio and video creation. And five, new media strategies. Let's see the sessions that are going on. And I'm doing this live. As I'm recording this. August 14th, Thursday. Keynote address by Gary Vaynerchuk of Line Library TV. Also, the sessions, plan, produce, and promote four keys of podcasting success by Scott Whitney of Podworks, developing an engaged community, Veronica Belmont and Tom Merritt. Can't wait to hear those two. Also, premium podcasting, how I built my show into a moneymaker, Steve Prusak of Raw Vegan Radio, understanding video formats, Craig Sverson of Grunt Media. An International Corporate Podcast, Hurdles and How-To, by Robert Maiden, DivaCast, Mr. Merck, Dearsini, Second Session, and okay, that was just first session. <laughs> session 2 starts at 11.45. Here's WordPress for Podcasters, Charles Strickland of the WordPress Podcast. Charles, if you're listening, I cannot wait to see you. Great fan of your podcast. Unfortunately, haven't been able to listen to it recently. But I cannot wait to get there. It's been a long time since we've sat down and talked. That I cannot wait to see. Can't wait to talk to you about that. After that, from obscurity to new media, Guy Clark and Nicole Hassler, how to effectively pitch your show to a sponsor, Suzanne Bratton of Personal Life Media, practical sound recording and editing techniques for better video, David Thames of Kino Eye, Market your products and services using online video and a secrets of cable television. Tim Street of French May TV. Session 3 starts at 2 o'clock. Getting started with audio editing. Hands on with Saudacity. Steve Holden will be doing that. And for those of you who are starting to use Audacity or WavePad or whatever you use, do look at Audacity. I was finally able to get somebody who knew Audacity well enough to be able to sit down and show me how Audacity works. If you are having questions about Audacity, looking at getting Audacity, don't know how to start, do attend this track. It'll answer your questions. Believe me, it's helped me record in Audacity a whole lot better. Also, Jason Van Orden will be doing the Magic Triad. And... We'll see Michael Gohagen, Corporate Podcasting to Disneyland Way, Gigavox Media, can't wait to see you there. Buzz Jason, haven't talked to you in a while. Acting Like a Producer, Joel Witt of Maryland Zoo TV, Creating a Successful Government Podcast. Now this will be by Miguel Gomez and Fred Smith. 
That fourth session starts at 3.15, How to Produce High-Quality, Low-Cost, Daily Internet TV Show by Roxanne Darling and Shane Robinson of Barefeet Studios, LLC. Building a buzzing podcast with little or mo- no money, Mark Linder of Forefront Media. Extending and building the brand of your show to generate a livable income, Philip Hodgins of Open Television Network. Now, advanced storytelling techniques for video creators. Big Fantastic, they'll all be doing that. Search Engine Optimization, Gregory Markel of Infuse Creative. And if you notice, these are all split up into the five tracks that there will be. That's just the first day. Friday, you'll be hearing Writing for the Ear, Rachel Salmon, Exponentially, Exponentially Grow Your Audience in Less Than Six Months by Rebecca Weeks of Real Girls Media Network. Optimizing production to build your audience, David Lawrence of The David Lawrence Show. Producing video co- podcasts with multiple cameras, Rich Harrington of Red Pixel. New media for lawyers, doctors, accountants, and other professional service firms. This will be a nice one to listen to. It's by Lee Rosen of the Rosen Law Firm. Online marketing, and this is for the 1145 Session 6. Lisa Sharpels of AllRecipes.com. Personal brand development using new media. Chris Brogan will be doing that. How I converted a hobby podcast into a profitable media property. Don McAllister of Screencast Online. Don, I've heard a lot about you. Can't wait to meet you in person. Very interested in hearing about Screencast Online. Also, build an audience. Thrilling video blog from the one and only Robert Scoble, Fast Company TV. Now, there's also one best practices for podcasting in the classroom. How do you focus the program so that it provides additional education value to students rather than be a distraction or excuse to pay less attention in class? Now the instructor will be announced for that. Don't know what to add at the moment. Session 7 starts at 2 o'clock. Methods for recording and producing a great interview. Rob Walsh of Podcast 411. Can't wait to see you in person. I do remember, oh, and if only I could remember the podcast, it's one where Dave Jackson, Paul Culligan, Rob Walsh, and Gary Leland are all doing it, and I've attended the <laughs> recording several times in a row, but the t- name fails me at the moment. Also, how to use TV weight loss secrets for your new media products, infomercial techniques from Mark Allen. The move from maker to merchant, taking your podcast from hobby to business in 27 days. Paul Colligan, the one and only. Can't wait to see you in person, Paul. Intermediate and advanced audio production, Scott Bourne of Potango. Now, I probably have reason to talk to you about this, Scott, about Potango because I use your services and I enjoy them. So I probably just have a technical questions to ask you regarding that. Tactical Transparency, John Havens of Blog Talk Radio, and Shell Holtz of Holtz Communication. Session 8 starts at 3.15. Interviews, Top 10 Production Techniques, Tracy Evans of Tracy Evans Productions. The Efficacy of Podcast Advertising, Who's Listening and Buying, Tom Webster of Edison Media Research. A Legal Sicket, Colette Vogel of Vogel & Associates, and Jeffrey Herms of Brown Rudnick. 
crafting quality content from the top desks in entertainment. Keith Edison Tyler of Blood Feather Productions. My boss wants the podcast. Now what? From Kenneth Edward Piner of FINRA. And here's what's happening day three on Saturday. Session nine, how to craft your passion into a professional how-to video podcast. Kat and Eric Sush of Let's Knit Together. It's 10 p.m. and who's accessing your content? Media usage patterns. Joseph Rosenfield of Sky Tide. How to monetize your online media without monster traffic. Jim Tazarek of Taz Media. Behind the scenes at MacBreak and Pixel Corpse. Creating compelling content with organized video shoots. The one and only Alex Lindsay. The voice between your ears. Using new media to help educators and students strive for excellence. Jamie Davis of Metacast Network. Session 10. GarageBand 08 and Practical Podcast Plugins for Enhancing Your Podcast. Ed Vodder of Searching the Internet and Andy J. Williams Affleck of AndyAffleck.com. Using FeedBurner, PodTrack, TubeMogul to track your podcasts and videos. Marcelo Lewin of Pixelhead Network. Beyond Sponsorship, How to Monetize Your Podcast When You Don't Want to Sell Ads in Your Content by the one and only Lisa Barnes, author of Podcasting for Profit. Lisa, it'll be a pleasure to finally meet you in person, finally be able to discuss many things. It's been a year. Time for a catch-up, right? (laughs) Make Your Podcast Dazzling, John McJunkin of Avalon Podcasting. Uh, Your mobile phone, the ultimate personal media creation tool. Steve Garfield will be doing that one. As well as the Exhibit Hall Learning Theater Sessions. And there's just the many ones. Life Broadcasting, how to use video upload sites to get exposure. Ambrosia Software, a recording seminar, monetizing your audio. How to make the most of advertising networks by Todd Cochran of Blueberry. Learning Theater Stage. Can't wait to hear that one. A tune-up session. Future of independent content. Choosing the right video camera. How to raise money for your project. Lots and lots of stuff I would definitely have to say going on here. As well as the numerous tables and exhibitors that'll be there. It will be a full three days. It'll probably spill over in a whole more, more days. Probably get no sleep. But definitely worth the time. Definitely worth the money. Now for preparing. Do this beforehand. Start doing this now like I am. Get registered first off. Secondly, book your flight and book your hotel where you're staying. Or find out. Talk with other people. Get that set up for how you're going to be staying. Food, how that's going to be working. Get that all set up. Then nextly, business cards for podcasters. Print off your business cards. Get your business cards ready. Get your marketing materials ready. If you want to do a bumper sticker, do a bumper sticker. Get that ready. If you want to do mugs, get that ready. Then just do be sure that you do have some sort of audio recording equipment. You want to be... You'll want to be recording. Believe me, you want to be recording all the content you'll be hearing. 
that you have if you're going to be doing an interview there, if you're going to be having a conversation, networking with somebody there, and there's an interesting tidbit you want to remember. Now, if you don't have a laptop, you're not going to be bringing your laptop or microphone or doing a recording there. Get a portable audio recorder. Get something that like has a USB cable or something that you can plug into your computer when you get back home and get something big enough so that you can record, I'm sure it's going to be hours upon hours of content afterwards that you'll be recording networking with the many various people, but do get that all set up and do be sure that you have enough room, believe me you'll run out of it faster than you think you will, so possibly have a backup ready and then be able to get that content onto your computer. So if you're going to be generating episodes, new content off of that, you already have that available to you. Now, whether it's going to be in Wave, try to be sure if it's going to be in Wave or MP3, you want to be working with an odd file format that will possibly come out wrong. But lots to go for for the New Media Expo. Website, newmediaexpo.com. I also have a little link to it on my website in the event that you forget. And I also have the countdown. I love recording this right now. The expo begins in 72 days, 12 hours, 3 minutes, and 5 seconds. If you haven't, register. Get yourself ready. Get yourself pumped. I know I'm pumped, and I cannot wait to go there. It's just going to be a blast. That's all I can tell you. I almost think it's tomorrow already, but it's not. What? If you're coming, I can't wait to see you there. If you're looking at sharing a room, I'm actually looking, cutting costs down with you. Now, this is mainly Lisa Barnes, Paul Culligan, Michael Gohagen, Dave Jackson. If you're going, if you're listening, whoever's listening right now at the moment, I'm contacting, basically finding out who I could share rooms with. Either way, get that settled. I can't wait. <sighs> This has been my dream for the past going on two close to three years now. It's been my dream to attend this expo, and I cannot wait. Hope to see you there, and I'll have a business card, maybe even a t-shirt I'll be handing out. Maybe I'll be handing out books. I don't know. I'll find out when I get there. <laughs> Other than that, can't wait to see you there, and if you're not, do seriously consider coming. You wouldn't want to miss it for the world. This is an excellent Expo to go to by Tim and Emil Berquin. They do an excellent job each and every year from what I've heard. Running the expo, running the podcast, running all the behind the scenes. And I just love to thank you in advance, Tim and Emil. You guys do an excellent job, great job from what I've been hearing. And I cannot wait myself to attend and be able to talk to you. Well, if you have any questions, want to get on the soapbox, continue the discussion. You have to mean the mode, the method for you to do that. Call toll-free 1-866-TMP-2860. Email me, taylor at taylormerrick.com, or head on out to the website, taylormerrick.com. Comment there, or start a discussion on the forums. That is it for technology. Thanks for listening to this episode in the Taylor Merrick Podcast. Show notes for this episode and past episodes can be found by going to taylormerrick.com. If you have any questions, comments, ideas at any time, please call 1-866-TMP-2860. Don't forget to join in the conversation at the Taylor Merrick Podcast forums. 
I'm Taylor Merrick, and I will see you next week. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.